Hello and welcome to another episode of What's the Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Izzy LaRue, and here with me are my co-host, Aaron Rodor, Harold Rucker III, and today we have guest U of O volleyball player Taylor Williams. Thanks for being on, Taylor. Okay, uh, let's just get started. Um, how's life been in quarantine for you so far? Um, very, very boring. A lot of my teammates aren't here, so it makes it hard to practice, but uh, I've been working out with my dad a lot, and I'm uh, just doing a lot of running and hanging out and just trying to kind of get through the term, so. So, uh, what have you been doing training-wise? Um, just a lot of agility stuff. It's hard to play volleyball without multiple people. Um, so, for me, just trying to do things that I can do uh, against a wall, passing and stuff, hitting, all that type of stuff. Uh, does your dad help you with um, all that too? Yeah, my dad, um, he was an athlete here at the university, so he knows a lot of the stuff. He knows um, Coach Rad, my strength and conditioning coach, was actually his coach too, so he knows his workouts. Um, okay. We planned out a whole bunch of different workouts that go along the lines of what um, my strength coach was doing for us, so I would keep and stay fresh and like ready in performance level, so. So I don't really know how like volleyball scholarships work, but do you play volleyball like indoors and on the beach? So, so is like a thing, or do you get recruited like for different like like differently? I was a purely indoor player. Um, I actually became as of like the last beach season before it got canceled. I was on the team and I was playing on that team, so I was a dual sport athlete at that point. But cool. most of the girls get recruited for one thing or another. And then, but the majority of the indoor players play on the beach team just for extra reps. Okay. And it's, it's fun. So, yeah. So, um, how does it feel being a duck growing up in Eugene? It feels great. It's a really big sense of pride and just like the fact that, like, I know my community kind of watched me grow up and now they get to see me doing my dream and stuff and getting to stay in town, which is a really great thing. And I think for a lot of kids growing up in Eugene, because it is a smaller town, like it's hard to feel like you're going to get recognized. And so I feel like um, seeing that some people from smaller towns do actually kind of make it big is kind of something that I really like to um, just show other kids and stuff and let them know that it's possible for them to do it too. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. So. So was playing for Oregon always the goal for you, seeing that um, your father and uncle were former Ducks too? Yeah, my family just being such big duck supporters were very, very persistent in me going to the school. And I feel like just growing up here like made it even more of a dream because I was like, I can get the best of both worlds. I don't have to leave home and stuff, but I can like still go to college. And so that was kind of something that was really enticing for me. Do you feel like that put a pr lot of pressure on you when you were younger to like get to Oregon? No, um, I didn't even play volleyball competitively until my sophomore year of high school when I joined a club team. Um, I started volleyball um, at a semi-competitive level my freshman year of high school. Other than that, I had played kids sports teams and stuff, which they don't even teach you positions or basic skill work, really. So um, it was never really a big thing to me about getting to college. I knew I was going to go to college. I just didn't know it was going to be for sports. So I think just kind of figuring out that volleyball was going to get me there was kind of a nice thing to have. So um, you told me earlier that um, scholarships were being taken away from athletes. So how, how do you feel about that? 
Um, I think it's a necessary budget cut because of the hard times. And I do understand um, where the staff and NCAA is coming from. Um, and I think they're just trying to do their best to get everything back on track. And so I think if that means that for a little while, some of us don't have scholarships and we have to get a job working at Whole Foods or something, I think that's fine. But I think we're all going to have to make sacrifices in the earlier that people uh, figure out that we're all going to have to make sacrifices to get back on track, it will be a lot easier. Wait, so they're taking away people's scholarships? Um, yeah, for periods of time until we're required to come back to campus and play, we won't have a scholarship. So we can't take classes over the summer, which people are taking to um, like go towards their graduation and stuff. And so people are trying to figure out how to take like online classes at community colleges near their homes and stuff right now and do that online um, just because it's cheaper. So they basically offer you scholarship saying you're going to get a full ride, but now you have to pay. Um, yeah, for the summer period until we're required to come back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty shocking. But... Yeah. Um, what sports do you say that uh, get to keep their scholarships during the summer? Uh, football and men's and women's basketball. They're the, they're so they can technically pay for themselves to be on scholarship. That makes oh, sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little about, um, about your volleyball season now. Um, so most of your season high highs came against Oregon state. Um, why do you think that is? I think, especially for me, there's just a really intense rivalry. Like I absolutely hate the school, like want nothing to do with it. Like it's a huge rivalry and I love the girls that are on the team. Many of them I've played against and stuff like growing up. And so, um, it's nice to be able to do that. And I think that if anything sparks the rivalry more, just knowing that like it's my friend on the other side of the net and like we're both kind of battling it out for our colleges. And so um, I really think it's just a rivalry. Do you hope uh, to... I'll keep talking, Aaron. Uh, I don't really know much about volleyball, uh, but what's the, what's the next level after like college? Is it just... Yeah, you have to go overseas um, to play professionally or else there really isn't a career after that unless you play for USA. But that's a very, very selective group. And it's not a very big, like, group either. So, like, USA, like, Olympics? Yeah. The Olympics teams for here in the States is about the only, like, higher level you can really get to after college. Uh. Yeah. So, um... You guys play Oregon State twice a year, right? Yeah. Do you guys like playing in Corvallis or Eugene against them? It really depends. I, of course, love playing in front of my home crowd, but I like playing away because I like when crowds don't cheer for us. I like the fact that they're rooting against us, and when we do um, stuff that, like, gets in their, like the other team's head and stuff, and, like, their team starts doing bad, like, I love watching the crowd start to get silent. Like, I love that. Like, <laughs> probably one of the best feelings, like, getting a crowd to shut up. Definitely, do, yeah. do crowds ever talk trash to you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So a big thing is when you're serving, because it's quiet and stuff, the student section will yell at you and say things to you and, like, call your name out and all that type of stuff. And so it gets kind of distracting, but, like, 
I feel like over time and stuff, it just becomes normal and you don't really notice it anymore. So what's like your worst experience with that? Like what's like the worst thing you've heard? Um, I haven't been called a thing in college that I've heard. Um, high school, I had a few bad experiences um, down in Southern Oregon, um, being called the Edward <laughs> a few times. kicked out of the gym for it. But, Dang. Um, Dang. That, that's kind of the extent of my knowledge on that. So the stories are true. <laughs> There's a lot of stereotypes here about Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, we don't mess with Southern Oregon. <laughs> Southern Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how do you think you guys are going to perform next season, seeing as there's only going to be one upperclassman on the team? I think that our team is going to perform really, really well, just because of the fact that we've already had a year of practically being the same exact group. And especially because this group of girls, because we had 10 freshmen, we're all going to go through the next four years of college together. And so like each year, like the bonds and like the strengths and stuff that and we'll learn how to play with each other even better because of that. And I think just the amount of time that we're getting to be around each other is really just going to aid in like helping our team next year. Um, how many, do you know how many freshmen you guys are getting this year, seeing as that was one of the largest freshman classes in the past couple of years last year? Yeah. Um, we have three freshmen coming in, Kiari, Becca and Annie um, and they we just had our first zoom meeting with them last Friday yeah so they're just now starting to kind of get into the everything for volleyball and stuff they weren't supposed to be here until like June um, and they still might be coming so okay we'll see yeah how often do you guys have meetings oh shoot man I have so many meetings every week do you want just the sports meetings or overall meetings? <laughs> Sports meetings. Um, Actually, both. Okay, well, I can do, so we have tutoring sessions. I have four tutoring sessions a week. You have a check-in with your advisor every week. You have a positional team meeting, um, and then just the girls meeting, and then typically you'll do a FaceTime with one or two of the coaches later that week, like whenever in wow. the week, whenever it's like convenient for you. Yeah, that's a lot of meetings. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a> lot. <laughs> so does volleyball have plays, or like... What happened? Yeah, actually, um, kind of just like football, like when everybody's kind of like lined up or whatever, they can like do crossing patterns and stuff to trick the defense. And so that's kind of a play that you can do for volleyball. Uh, yeah. uh, do you have any favorite plays that you guys run? Um, I really like running the rip, which is a kind of like a middle set. <laughs> Um, it's a little bit more inside, but it's a shorter and faster set. And so I can like get really over the top of the ball and like hit it pretty, pretty hard down. And so that's probably one of my favorite ones just because of how, how hard I can hit it. So. so who do you think is going to fill that star slash uh, leadership role that Ronka has left? All of us, really. Um, I think one thing that Ronica really taught us was how to lead by example. And I feel like now without um, both her and Willow there, because Willow was a really big component on keeping our team level-headed throughout games and stuff, her and Brooke both. Um, and then Ronica really brought the energy to our team. 
And so I think it's just going to be about each of us kind of finding different roles that will fill those. Because I know we have people who do. Um, it's just a matter of them finding their voice on the team and figuring out how to um, be that person for the team. So um, how do you see yourself in the leadership role with the three incoming freshmen? Um, me being me, I don't like to lead people. I, um, I have a really big thing about you have to be accountable before you can coach and like hold other people accountable. Um, and so before I want to be a leader, I want to be accountable first. And so really what I'm working towards is just being, um, accountable for my team and being there for my team and being consistent for my team. Um, so that I can eventually step into that re leadership role. I don't think I'm ready yet, but um, hoping that continuing to do that will help me get there one day. So, so um, do you have, oh, actually, no, you go. No, you go, yeah. Shit, thanks. Uh, so, <laughs> so do you have like a, I don't know how the scoring system works. So what do you guys call like, is it just like a point? Like you scored a point or like, how does that work? So it's, um, it's best out of five and you do it by sets. Um, and okay. so it's first three so sets. Yeah. And that's basically it. You go to 25 points. Um, it's called a set. And then the whole game is like either a game or a match you can call it. So, so is there like a goal you have for like how many points you want to score in like a game or like 25 to win a set so most likely 25 no no, no. i mean set. like you personally like is there a goal like you want to score oh, <laughs> oh yeah That's high school. i had my highest amount of kills was 44 in high school um which my highest in college was 12 so my goal is to kind of get back to that like getting back to a higher um kill percentage and stuff just so i can have a higher kill number so 25 so kill is like a touchdown in football. I'm trying to like relate it. It's a one point. So yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a field goal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how long are the, how long are the volleyball games usually? Because it sounds like it takes a really long time to get 25, like three times. Oh, wow. It depends on the game, really. If it goes to, like, five sets and both teams are really close the entire time, it could be, like, a two-and-a-half, three-hour game. Jeez. Um, but quick ones could be an hour long, maybe. Yeah. There's no overtime? Just five and that's it? Um, well, in the fifth set, you go to 15, and it's win by two. So, technically, the games could go on forever until somebody wins by two points. Kind of so. sick. Fingers crossed you can do it first. <laughs> um, so what are your thoughts on the beach volleyball team, seeing as you were recruited as an indoor volleyball player and not as an outdoor volleyball player? I actually love the beach. I think the beach, um, I went from touching, I think it was 10-4 or something um, postseason to touching 10-5 just from starting to play beach. And so um, I think beach is a really, really good tool for indoor volleyball players, and it helped me increase my vertical a lot. So I absolutely love it. So is the only difference between beach volleyball and indoor, like, the scenery? <laughs> yes and no. It's so harder. It's just in the sand and not, like, on an indoor court. The court's also smaller. 
Um, and you traditionally play with like two people on the court on each side. Uh. And there's different rules on how to handle the ball. So setting and stuff, you can't really set on there because it spins and that will count as a double because like the wind and everything. So um, that's another difference. And then a lot of other things like blocking and stuff, like it's kind of different and defense and all that type of stuff. So it's kind of a different dynamic just because there's only two people on the court. So it's only two people? So your team is just one other girl? Yeah. So it's just you and a partner and you play against another pair. Wow. Yeah. It's fun though. It's really challenging. It uh, makes you really think. So you guys mostly do tournaments in California, right? Um, for a beach? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of tournaments in Cali. Um, so what what was your favorite place to play at last season? Because I know, didn't you guys go to a Stanford and a San Jose State one? Um, Stanford has uh, a no, beach? Stanford. We were just kind of getting started. <laughs> Um, they went down to a couple Cali ones. I didn't go on those because I had my back was hurting. Um, and so I didn't get to do that. But uh, they played down, I think Santa Barbara was probably my favorite place to play at. I think it was Santa Barbara. Um, and they were just, it was a really nice um, facility and everything. They had brand new sand, brand new courts, and it was really fun. So it was a, wait, <laughs> they put the sand in the, facility it wasn't like natural just show up at the beach and play no no it's like an actual like they bring in like like handcrafted sand or something that they oh, use wow. for like professional like Olympic wow. competitors or something like that i don't even know that makes sense i was about to say just if you would have played on regular beach sand that probably would have hurt yeah well you have to wear sand socks sometimes because it gets really hot so, and it gets, oh, wow. so, especially here in Oregon. So, uh, what are you looking forward to most next season? Just getting able to play again. I, I miss it so much. It's weird not being able to, um, play like constantly now. Cause I've been doing it for four or five years or something, just playing constantly. And so like having an actual break from it is really weird. So is there like a there's like a playoff system right for um, volleyball? So like how does that how does it work? Is it kind of like basketball where it's like or is there a playoff system? It's yeah, same as the basketball bracket system. Okay. Yeah, so it's like that. We just play like our version of the games, and then they do it like that: winner loser, and then they move it up with brackets. It's it's basically like March Madness, right? Yeah. I think I've watched a final of one of those, but I don't remember who was playing. Probably Stanford. They've been in it for the past. Oh, yes. Stanford (laughs) is always there. So what are your goals for next season? Um, I think our goals for next season is just to really get a really good bond going and stuff. And I feel like we're a lot more mature this year. And so I think really taking that maturity and like pushing it to the next level, really. and just as a team coming together to figure out like how are we going to problem solve this year because I think a lot of the time last year like um our seniors tried to just take care of everything for us and they didn't want us to have to deal with kind of some of the burdens in the games and so figuring out as a team like how are we going to tackle those problems and how are we going to like overcome challenges and stuff I think that'll be a vital part of our 
like success next next season. So. Uh, so was, um, do you guys also want to make the tournament too? Because I know um, last season you guys didn't make the tournament. Yeah, we definitely want to go to the tournament this year. So that's kind of what we're working towards. <laughs> What's your favorite? Oh, t go, Aaron. Oh, thank you. Is um, is so to make the tournament? Is it like what they do in uh, basketball, where you like have a conference championship, then you have a, the, then you go to the tournament, or is it just most wins or? It's your ranking. And then they kind of randomize it into pools. So you have to be like ranked um, so high. I think it's like uh, 64 something is what they start with, I think. Mm -hmm. And they put those into like kind of randomized pools. And then you play each other. In, but they're for different um, regions, I believe. And so they'll cut it up into different like regions, I think. So it's when you say random pools, they just randomly like decide who you're playing. Yeah, so they kind of just like put everybody's name into a bucket and just pull out and they'll make a list like that almost. So the best team could cakewalk through the whole thing if they get lucky. Wow. Get in a good pool. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a student athlete at Oregon? Volleyball, I'm guessing. What we have. We have so many people who are just like willing to help us as student athletes. And I think that's such an awesome thing. Like, especially like being going through high school and stuff and being an athlete in high school and stuff. And you don't really constantly have that, like people trying to help you succeed. Um, and so sometimes you can feel kind of alone and then you get to, especially coming to Oregon and stuff. And I know we have a really good program with the JQA and all that stuff with advisors and stuff. And like my advisor, I absolutely love her to death. Like she's, awesome and she's so good at everything that she does and just is so helpful for us and like is always there and always willing to help and I just think the fact that we have people like that here at Oregon trying to do that for us is absolutely amazing. Do you have a favorite memory like ever for like playing in a game? Yeah I have some pretty good memories from it. It's kind of they all kind of blur together though because you're basically doing the same thing every time which is just screaming at the end of it um UCLA was definitely a really big win for us um and so probably that would probably be a season high for me and especially because I got the last kill of the game which I typically never get those ones it typically goes to um somebody a little bit older than me so uh, being able to do that was a really big deal for me and um gave me a sense of pride that I could um kind of close the game for my team and like do that for my team so has there, <clears throat> has there ever, have you ever witnessed a volleyball fight? A volleyball fight? Yes. Um, like between teams? Yeah. No. No. Between fans? I'm sure some fans, I've seen some parents get into it because some dad was saying, like at my club games and stuff, one of my friend's dad's on there, like he would protect all of us with his life and so like if anybody said anything like he would be up in their face <laughs> um but other than that like the fans are really really nice and they don't typically say mean things they'll just like yell at you like your shoes untied like right when you're serving and that's like their way of like annoying you but they're not really mean people mm. those are some generous fans yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
So what's your favorite part of woman in flight? Just that okay. it's, it's an actual thing. I think the fact that um, we have a group like that is really cool just because we can all um, have that space to go and talk to people and connect. And I think that's um, something that not every school offers. And so I think that's a really special thing and something that we should definitely take advantage of as student athletes. Wait, what, what was the thing? Women in flight. <laughs> <laughs> he has no clue what the, yeah we have I have no right idea of the loop. what that is <laughs> yeah, okay. right of the loop do you want to explain it to them Taylor <laughs> um so women in flight is basically like a foundation that basically aids in helping our women athletes um they'll hold like different meetings and stuff where you can go and like talk to people and like hang out and stuff and do activities and then they'll also do things like they sent um they helped raise money for my volleyball team to go to Europe over the last summer. Um, and so like every four years, they're trying to give us money so that our team can go on those Europe trips. And I think that's a really cool part of that is that they um, help really send all of our students and stuff to go do really amazing things, so. Cool. So um, what do you think about other um, schools contacting Oregon about their Women in Flight program and wanting to make their own woman in fight program for their um, athletic programs. Oh, I think that's great. I think it's a really cool thing that other schools are starting to kind of um, take notice of the benefits of it and um, want to diversify and like want to um, really give a safe space for women athletes and stuff and really some place that they can go to um, talk to other women athletes. All right. Well, thank you for being on, Taylor. It was really fun having you on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.